The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Well, I mustn't have been paying attention. That literally never stopped being funny. Never. like it when I have the Eagle Tribune up. All of a sudden it stops working. <laughs> but you can't be reading that. Try today. No. All right, well. Rapidly going backwards. Uh, let me get my sponsors up and then we'll. Did you miss me? Yeah. She made me blush earlier. Did you see that? <laughs> That's hot. You can look at the thumbnail of today's show. If he's blushing a little, that was my fault. I'd love to see what happened if I gave you a full-fledged compliment. That right. was just that was just a little baby teaser compliment. <laughs> if I come at you guns blazing, I don't know. Tom doesn't get compliments that often. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll start the show. All right, hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, atop two guys smoke shop at the Studio Twenty One. Podcast Cafe, I want to start off by thanking our sponsors. They are incredible, and we could use another two sponsors, uh, two paid sponsors at least. Uh, but we want to thank the, the ones who are with us because we love them. Uh, a free shout-out for JG's Ice Cream before we start because I love those guys. Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. I noticed when Dave was filling in for me, he used to say um, – Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. So now I say contractors because I <laughs> guess that's the way you're supposed For three years, I was saying it wrong, apparently. And David will either be filling in for me next week or he will be my guest next week. But either way, uh, Dave Id Consoli will be here next week from Pleasant Valley Contractors. AFC Urgent Care, the Mercurial Law Office, Clear Path for Veterans, New England, Tomo and Shaken Seafood. 
we really got to get back to Tomo. It's been a, it's been way too long. It's been at least a week since I've been to Tomo's. Borelli's and Par 28 EIS investigation and gun training. Marsan and Sun Construction. Hanging out with Ronnie Marsan a little bit last night at the Pavel Piano fundraiser. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, the Zanny Pesci, Zanny Pesh, Pesh, Zanny Pesh, Pesh, Pesci, Peshe Law Office in Methuen. And the McLennan Real Estate Century 21, which is, I'm still saying wrong, it's Century 21 McLennan Real Estate. In fact, I'm going to write that down right now. I want to make sure that I get that. So I, I never do that wrong again. But not Zani Pesh. No, I don't care about that. <laughs> <sighs> love you, Jaina. Uh, we do love Jaina. She is the sexiest woman alive. And, I, and, I, and I'll say it again, even though I say it every week. I love the fact that I call her the sexiest woman alive. And then other people... Fake outrage on her behalf that I'm talking about her looks when yeah. she actually loves that I call her the sexiest woman alive. So just uh, shove it up all your asses. All right, so let's just start the show today because I'm in a pretty ornery mood. Uh, in, in the studio with me today, which is not much different than most days. Uh, in the studio today, I've got Rich Russell. He's a, a outgoing Lawrence City Council. We're going to talk about that in a couple of minutes. But I wanted to, uh, I wanted to talk about a, a couple of things first. Uh, first, I want to thank everybody for, who showed up at TMF last night. Family dinner for the homeless. Uh, we we are seeing an increase in um, local businesses that are helping out, which is really tremendous. So uh, I want to thank everybody who helped out last night at TMF, especially, um, and I know I think I'm saying it wrong, but it's Danvers. I think it's Danvers State Recovery. I think that's their name, but I'm, I'm probably getting that wrong because at this point, my brain's just not working the way it's supposed to. Um, and I want to thank everybody who has been donating clothes at least three times this week. I've gone out to, I've opened my office door and there's been like bags of clothes or hand warmers or um, items for the homeless. And so I appreciate everybody doing that. Uh, before we get to Rich, though, uh, you know, I, I'm getting a lot of hate mail from people. Why are you talking about Joe Solomon? You should be talking about Joe Solomon. You're sweeping it under the rug. For, for Christ's sake, people, it's practically been on CNN. It's been on every fucking channel you can imagine. It's been on 4, 5, 7, 25, 38. Every single local news channel, every single local newspaper. Front page of the Tribune, front page of the Globe, front page of the Herald, front page of the Lowell Sun. Do you really need me? Do you really desperately that much need me to talk about it? Seriously? When everyone else on the planet, including, including the UN and, and Jean-Luc Picard and the United Federation of Planets have had meetings about this? Do I really need to talk about it to make you people happy? Okay, fine. I will talk about it. If that's what you guys want, that's what I'm going to do. You're not going to like what I have to say, but I'm going to say it. This is a fuckening. That's what this is. They tried to get Joe Solomon, who's the, who was the uh, re retired police chief in Methuen. They tried to get him, and they tried to get him, and they tried to get him. Federal grand juries, at least eight that I can remember. State grand juries, at least five that I can remember. Uh, crap, do you have anything I can wipe this with? It just spilled all over. Well, I'm fading outrage for all the... Oh, I got something. I'm, I'm good. I got it. So, you know, you guys, you guys I'm getting all this hate mail. You're sweeping it under the rug. It, it, it's been on every freaking channel. How am I sweeping anything under the rug? There's nothing being swept under the rug. We all know what happened. By now, everything has been reported. I have nothing to add other than my opinion. And if you want my opinion, I'll give it to you. Let's bring this picture up. Here's a picture of Joe Solomon being arraigned in, in uh, Salem Superior Court a couple of weeks ago. I could not make it down because of my health. 
I would have been there otherwise, but I would not have been there as a reporter. I would have been there to support my friend Joe Solomon, and that's him right there. But I want you to look at the two people in the background of this photo. You people want me to talk about it? Now I'm going to talk about it. Look at the two people in the background. Do you know who those two people are? The one on the left is Bethune City Councilor Nick DiZoglio. The guy on the right is the completely and totally incompetent city attorney, Rossetti, for the city of Methuen. And there was at least a quorum of the Methuen City Council at this arraignment. Now, what is an arraignment? An arraignment is basically you've been charged with a crime, you stand before the judge, and the judge decides whether you get bail. That's all an arraignment is. That's all they do. They, the judge either sets bail or he says, no, we think you're too dangerous, we're going to hold you. Actually, dangerousness is usually not the issue. It's usually whether or not you're a flight risk. But that's the only purpose of an arraignment. And yet, a majority of the city council in Methuen had to go down and watch it for themselves, proving what I've been saying all along. By the way, that picture that we showed, Tim Jean from the Eagle Tribune took that picture. When they steal my pictures, they never give me credit. So when I steal theirs, I want to make sure I give them credit. That was on the front page of the Eagle Tribune. And I've had more people come over to me in the last couple of weeks and say to me, you know, Tom, I'm starting to think you're right. I kind of thought like, you know, Tom's just defending his friend. But I'm starting to think you're right. And a few of them I actually asked, because the first few people that said it, I, I thought they were just blowing smoke up my ass. The next few people who said it, I asked them, why do you suddenly think that I'm right? Why, do you, why, is, why are you suddenly now starting to question whether Tom's been right about this all along? And both of them, who don't even know each other, said to me at two different times, we saw the picture in the Eagle Tribune. Why would city councilors drive down to Salem, take a day out of work, drive down to Salem, and, and, and have to watch their former police chief get arraigned? Most city councilors, and by the way, one of, them, one of the people I spoke to is a city councilor in another community, and it's not rich. One of them said, if that was my police chief, I'd be embarrassed as hell that our, that our, our retired police chief was being arraigned on criminal charges because that makes my community look bad. I can't believe these counselors went down there. So then I actually had a conversation with one of the counselors who went down there, and it was not the guy in the photo, and he said that they actually had a meeting in the mayor's office with the city attorney where the city attorney advised them to go. Wow. Boy, if that's true, that's just proof of everything I've said since day one. That this has been political. If this was Lawrence or Haverhill and their former police chief was up on criminal charges and a majority of their city council showed up at the arraignment to gloat, it would be perfectly clear that they didn't care about their fucking community. It would be perfectly clear. Because if you care about your community, you don't want this kind of negative publicity coming back on your city. If I was a Methuen city councilor, I would be fucking embarrassed by all of this publicity on my town. Because it doesn't just make the guy you hate look bad. It makes your entire city look bad. Because if Joe Solomon was guilty of half of the crap that they accuse him of, that means there were an awful lot of elected officials purposely looking the other way for that to happen. And that makes all of you look like a bunch of assholes. So you wanted me to talk about it? I'll talk about it. You want me to write about it in the next Valley Patriot? I'll write about it in the next Valley Patriot. You're not going to like what I have to say. And by the way, that's kind of the reason why I, I started this show, which is a podcast now, but it was a radio show going all the way back to 1999. Rich, Rich is one of the, Rich is one of the first people on my show back in 1999 when I first started radio. 
And that was the reason why I started the show, because I was so tired of the lies in the media <clears throat> and the lies by elected official. Here you've got a guy that served honorably as a police chief. Was he controversial? Yes. For 30-something years, this guy served this, the community of Lawrence, um, the community of Methuen. He was illegally fired, sued the city, and won a multi-million dollar lawsuit against the city because they targeted him and illegally fired him. He won. And they promised him if he came back that they would leave him the fuck alone. So he came back. And by the way, everyone ran around for months saying, look how much money Joe Solomon makes. He's the <clears throat> highest paid police chief in the country. It's more than the CIA director makes. Bullshit. Well, wasn't, wasn't part of his salary also payment of what he won in the lawsuit. In the lawsuit, right. So he was getting paid a shit ton of money in his paycheck every week, but that wasn't his salary. That was because he won a lawsuit against the city of Methuen, and they didn't have the fucking money to pay him. He could have bankrupted the city. He could have made them float alone. But instead, he said, even though I'm coming back to a hostile situation, I will come back as chief, and they can... They can Give me payments in my paycheck every, every week or every other week, whenever they get paid in Methuen. And you can pay me back that way all of the millions of fucking dollars that the city of Methuen lost by illegally firing Joe Solomon the first time. But because he ran afoul of a former mayor, and because he wouldn't do favors for a certain former mayor, another former mayor, who came, out, came along afterwards, because a certain person got pulled over for drunk driving one day and he wouldn't make it go away for that politician because it was a friend or relative of his, he suddenly became the target again. So you want to talk about Joe Solomon? I'll talk about <clears throat> Joe Solomon. I'll, talk, I'll come in here and I'll do five shows in a row about Joe Solomon if that's going to make you people happy. But don't send me an email saying I'm sweeping something under the rug. There's nothing to sweep under the rug. The whole fucking planet knows about it already. I have people in Lawrence coming over and talking to me about the Joe Solomon thing. And yes, he's my friend. But I'll tell you what, if I had evidence, if someone showed me that that guy stole money from McDowan, I'd be the first one to come in here and say, you know what, the guy should get charged. He stole money. But let's remember, let's remember, what did the city councilors say Joe Salmon was going to be charged with? Does anybody remember that? Anybody? You in the yellow car listening on your podcast, you don't, you don't remember that? So I'll remind you, it was a criminal contract. Remember this all started? Because Joe Solomon negotiated a criminal contract with the police superior officers. Remember, city councilor after city councilor, Mike Samad pounding his fist, this is a criminal contract. Remember that? Remember, uh, Joel Ferretro wanted to take the name, uh, Steve Zani's name, former mayor Steve Zani's name, off of the, uh, off the field house at Bethune High School because he approved a criminal contract. Do you remember that? Do you remember certain other... I'm, I'm, I'm trying to have a good relationship with that guy, so I'm not going to mention his name. But a certain other city councilor pounding his fist saying this is a criminal contract, people should go to jail. Joe Solomon's not being charged with any of that. He's not being charged with a criminal contract. He's not being charged with inflating his own pay by negotiating a contract with the police superior officers. In fact, Greg Gallant, who was charged, was found not guilty by civil service for negotiating that very same contract that everyone said Joe Solomon should go to jail for. So I know it's very easy to read the Eagle Tribune, read half the story, don't read the continued part, look at the headline, look at the photo, and think, oh, that guy must be guilty. But remember in America, 
Everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And these fucking counselors who went down to Salem, right? I held this in now for like three and a half weeks. So now you're getting it all. These counselors went down to Salem to gloat, to take a victory lap. Because they care more about their own personal political reputation among the political elites in Methuen than they care about Methuen's reputation with the rest of the state. They don't care if Methuen looks like shit for the next six months. When the trial comes up, when the accusations come up, when the testimony comes up, they don't care that Methuen looks bad. They don't care that it's a slap in the face to every voter in Methuen. All the the state and sometimes national publicity. They don't care. They only care that they get to say, see, see, we told you he was bad. We told you Joe Solomon was mean. He was a meanie. You forgot uh, to mention the uh, photo op opportunity they get, too. Right, yes. And that's the other thing. They all go down because they know the press is going to be there, and they want to get their name in the Eagle Tribune, and they want to call Howie Carr. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something about <laughs> Howie Carr. Let me tell you guys something, because I know that guy, and I know him well. We've worked on a number of things together, Okay. The second any one of you guys, he's like Turtle Boy. He loves you today because you're feeding him information and coming on his show. And he doesn't care if what you're saying is a lie. He will let you say whatever you want. So you can go on his show and you can make up anything you want. But the second that there's an accusation against you, take it from a guy who's been on both sides of this. The second you're getting accused of something, whether you did it or not, whether there's evidence or not, He's going to do to you what he just did to Joe Solomon. He will eviscerate you. And you could go to his office and show him videotape proof that you're not guilty of what they say you're guilty of. And Howie won't give two shits. Howie is all about whipping up emotion. He's all about the accusation of the day. It doesn't matter if it's true. That's his ply and trade. And I say God bless him. The guy's been able to make millions of dollars doing this for the last 30 years doing radio. God bless him. Howie and I have worked on a number of things together. We've worked on veteran issues together. We've done a, a shit ton of things together. And I actually like the guy. But boy, he started when I was on the school committee having me on all the time talking about the corruption in Lawrence until I got accused of something. And I actually did go to Howie and show him the, the proof that I had nothing to do with what I was being accused of. And he didn't care. He did five more shows about it afterwards. So I'm telling all you guys in Methuen, you guys think it's fun when you're throwing the rocks. You guys think it's fun when the rocks are landing on people you don't like. You are setting up a situation where you're going to be the one receiving the rocks down the road. And all these people that you think are your friends because they're taking your calls now, they're not going to be taking your calls when that happens. None of them will be (coughs) taking your calls. When Neil Perry leaves office in another two years or less, he's going to find out very quickly how many of these people that he thinks are his friends are no longer his friends. When his phone stops ringing and he can't get anybody to answer his, even his emails or his text messages, he's going to realize all those people he fucked along the way, all the people that worked on his first campaign, and I'll name them, uh, P.O. and, the, and the, uh, uh, Gina Di Natale and myself and Sharon Pollard and her husband, all the people that worked on his campaign. And this is for all you counselors too. When you, when you, when you, when you hold power and you use that power to screw people, When you leave power, and again, take it from a former elected official, take it from someone who made every mistake you can make in elected office. I made every mistake you guys are making. And I try to tell you that the landmines are over there and you go over and you jump up and down. There's nothing I can do for you after that. So, you know, I was at, last night, uh, Rich and I were at Pavel's fundraiser. I had a number of Lawrence City Councils come over and ask me my advice for things because they understand I don't live in Lawrence. I have no skin in the game. 
So I have nothing to gain or lose by giving you bad advice. So why would I give you bad advice? I have, no, I have no relatives working for the city. I have nobody looking for a job. Nobody looking for a contract. In Methuen, you give people advice. And if everybody thinks you've got an agenda. It's got to be It's got to be because you're getting something from it. Well, they all stopped advertising with me. Did that change the way I report on anything? Did it change? In fact, I had two city councilors, including Mike Samard himself, say to me, Tommy, Tommy, all you got to do is go after Joe Solomon. We'll, we'll go back to advertising with you. The city will be okay with you again. The mayor's office will be okay with you again, Tom. Tom, all you got to do is go after Joe. Well, I told him to go fuck himself, and I told every other city council that said the exact same thing, including somebody in the mayor's office, to go fuck themselves. Because I'm not throwing anyone under the bus unless they deserve to be thrown under the bus. All right. With me today. That's good. And by the way, you want to keep sending me hate mail? I'll do, this, I'll do the first half of every show. I'll talk about Joe Solomon if you want, if that's what you guys want. All right? Because they're charging him with two things. They're charging him with illegally hiring Sean Fountain. <laughs> and let me just give you a real quick on the Sean Fountain thing. Sean Fountain was chairman of the Methuen City Council. Got a vote of the city council to allow him to take the job as an intermittent police officer. But you didn't know that. But you, Howie Carr didn't tell you that. I bet you the Lawrence City Council that goes on Howie Carr didn't tell you that. But the city council voted to allow one of their own, Sean Fountain, to become an interim police officer while he was on the council. By the way, Linda Campbell, the state representative from McDowell, walked in a piece of special legislation, a home rule petition to the legislature, where the House and the Senate in Boston voted to allow Sean Fountain to be hired as a city councilor while he sat on the, on the McDowell City Council. I mean, to be a police officer while he was on the city council. And then Governor Charlie Baker signed that legislation, allowing Sean Fountain to become an interim police, police officer while he was on the city council. And then the mayor of Methuen appointed Sean Fountain to be an interim police officer in Methuen while he was on the city council. Joe Solomon had nothing to do with that hiring. In fact, Joe Solomon didn't even do the background check. Randy Hagar did the background check. You want me to talk about it? I'll talk about it. You want me to name names? I'll name names. It was Randy Hagar that did the background check, not Joe Solomon. And they're going to charge Joe Solomon with illegally hiring Sean Fountain? Can't wait to see that jury. <laughs> Can't wait to see that jury. All right. We have 15 minutes left. With me today is Lawrence City Councilor. Rich Russell, whom we had a lot of fun last night at Pavel Piano's, Senator Piano's fundraiser. We saw a lot of interesting characters last yes, night, too. Yes, we did. We normally don't see it yeah, these Yeah, I know it. They came out of the woodwork. Ran into Jim Jajuga last night. Oh. I was this close from going over and trying to shake his hand, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to get punched in the face. I, so. didn't have a, I didn't have my camera, so it wouldn't have been worth it. So Rich is a, one of the few white people elected in Lawrence who was not going to be elected anymore. There were three. As of, as of right now, there's three. There's Leo Lamontagne. Yep. On the Vogue School Committee, there's Rich on the City Council, and there's Mark LaPlante on the City Council. Rich lost because he's white. Leo Lamontagne also lost because he's white. And Mark, because he only represents a district, the other two represent citywide, um, was able to hold on to his seat because there's just enough white people in district to have to keep him where he is. Yeah. For now. And there was a little bit of chicanery going on. So, so Supposed chicanery down there with... Uh, uh 
the uh, the voting the, uh, the in, my, in Mark's district. Yeah, oh, sec- I had not heard that. Second, second and third place uh, finishers were arguing over who was going to be on the ballot, and then uh, when they had the final election, uh, they were still arguing over as to who finished second. They had that's they had to have the recount. And uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, Wendy Luzon? No. Wendy, Wendy's that was a, District B. That's District B. No, this was down District F. That was the no, no, no. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. It was uh, what's my call? It was Wendy. They hit the recount up there. Right. Uh, Wendy went from uh, winning by two votes up to, to five, five votes. But again, there was uh, there was a, uh, they had they had some kind of complaints about the vote count for the second and third place. Not that it meant anything. Right. Right. It is what it is. Now you posted something very interesting, and it's one of the reasons why I asked you the other night to come on the show. You post it. You do the math. You do election math. Yep. And I love election math because election math is not like real math. <laughs> oh, God, do we know that. Right? Am I, am I yeah. right about that? Yep. It turns out that the number of people who voted and the number of people on the voted list are nope. not the same. No. Nope. There's, a, there's a difference of what? Like a couple of hundred votes? A hundred and I think 147, 148 votes. So in other words, in any election, if you live in North Andover, Methuen, wherever, Salem, wherever you yep. live, when you go in and you say, my name's Tom Duggan, I live at 75 Main Street, North Andover, they cross your name off. Well, that list that they're crossing your name off becomes a public record after yep. the election. Yep. So you can go and you can count how many people actually have their name crossed off to see how many people voted. And what Rich does every year, I used to do it, now I have Rich do it. What Rich does every year is he goes through the scrub list and counts how many people's names are crossed off and say, okay, that's how many people voted, and then looks at the vote total that's been reported by the city, and lo and behold, there's a 200-and-something vote difference. How about that? For all of you people who sent me hate mail after my uh, voter fraud show the other day, The, right? the, the purge list showed uh, 148 less voters than votes. Right, right. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Ding, ding, ding. And so how does that get rectified, uh, I, I have no idea. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. No. It's, it's by the boards. So we have, I'm going to say it's fraud at the very worst, at the very least it's incompetence by somebody <clears throat> in the election department that you have different numbers for your election turnout on election day in Lawrence, which, by the way, Wendy Luzon only won by five votes. That was after the recount. After the recount. Two votes the election night, five votes after the election. So if that 200 votes, if even, you know, 30 of them, if even 10 of them went to her opponent and not her, Wendy Luzon loses that election. If 150 of them go uh, to Vladimir instead of Fidelina, Fidelina loses that election. If uh, another 150 went to you, I still, I still would. Uh, I well, would, you came in fourth, right? I, no, right. I came in fifth. Fifth. That's, that's another story on itself. The, right. But uh, the, uh, the the uh, the Vladimir, uh, I call him the man from Vlad. I don't care <laughs> what what how sarcastic I sound. Uh, he he was convinced. Now there's a. An ordinance that says you cannot hold two city positions, right? And it's this has been tested several times, and I think Frank Benet was one of them, and there was somebody else involved. Barney Riley was the first. He took the job. He was the District B City Council back in '87, yep. and he and he got appointed by the mayor to be the head of the uh, senior center. Yep. And he stepped down as a councilor, and then he couldn't take the job because the wording in the in the charter says. Yep. 
that you can't take a job with the city within the time that you were elected. So even if you stepped out from your job, you can't take well, it. Well, the, the, way, the way it's worded now is you cannot draw two salaries or hold two positions. So Vladimir said, uh, I will give up my $50,000. I think I'm, 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 using, I'm pulling that number out of the air, but that seems to be a good figure. I'm, um, I'm, I'll give up my $50,000 Paid job. Paid job as a painter in City Hall because I want to help the people. Well, they're getting a raise this year. They're going from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for the councilors. Yeah, nobody, so, nobody's yeah, not nice. Yeah, but again, it, it it's written into the charter. You cannot hold two city jobs even though you're turning back one right. salary. And by the way, that's what Sean Fountain did. We just talked about Sean Fountain, right? The police officer in Methuen. He was a city councilor. He got the legislature, the governor, the mayor. Everybody signed off on him becoming an interim police officer because he said he wouldn't take the pay. He yeah. said, "He said our charter says you can't get paid, yeah. so I will forego getting paid." And I think he, I think he turned in, I think he worked for free on the council. I think he turned in his council pay because yeah. I think the police officer pay was higher. Oh, so a lot, he turned of, one lot in. higher, definitely. Right? Yeah. But but by the way, that that doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't work. Doesn't, it certainly doesn't, doesn't work in does, large. Well, they tried to do it, and that that was his philosophy. And uh, uh, it is what it is. I mean, uh, he's they still got signs out uh, as I drive through Lawrence. I see all of the signs. I'm you know, and I, I'm also uh, 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 is I don't know if this is the correct word. I'm also an aficionado of going through. The open uh, OCPF records. Yes, I would uh, say that you're definitely an expert in uh, campaign yes, I, finance. Yes, I am, uh, and I go through. And there's a there's Pavel's a, trying to build a bank. We're starting to yeah, see that. Yeah, now, he, he's he, he's doing a good job. He, uh, I I know when he he was under a lot of pressure not to resign when he did. Right. Uh, they wanted him. There to, was actually a deal that he. Well, he, over him resigning. They wanted, if I'm him, remembering right, they wanted him to resign sometime after uh, the Fourth of July. That's correct. Because uh, in that in that case, the replacement thing part of the uh, the city charter was be anything under uh, with six months or less remaining on a, a councilor's term, uh, the seat would remain vacant. Unless there was issues with voting, and then if it came to that point, then the council could appoint could appoint right. who they want. And you know, you know, little Richie Russell wouldn't have been one that they wanted, even right. though he finished fourth. Right. You know, so it is what it is. You know, so I, I admire uh, uh, Pavel for doing what was, uh, you know, the, the 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 correct thing. I have found Pavel of all the elected officials in the Merrimack Valley. I have found Pavel to be one of the elected officials that, when faced with doing the right thing, he will versus doing the political thing, he tends to do the right thing. Yes, he does. And that's does. one of the reasons he's, why I like the kid. He does. He's, 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 they call he's him a kid. kid. He's not a kid. Yeah, though. I know he's not a kid. But, uh, to us, he's a kid. Yeah, well, young To us, anybody in the 30s is a kid, right? Hey, anybody my age, uh, anybody under 50 is a kid. Right, right. <laughs> so but, listen, uh, we have a new acting police chief. Yeah. I know you weren't happy that he was appointed initially uh, because he was the chief of staff for... Brian. Um, for Brian DePena, the mayor of Lawrence. And in full disclosure, Roy Vask and his people said very loudly while he was under investigation and all that stuff was going on that the only reason why Roy was being targeted was because Castro wanted to be chief. And I think that's pretty much worked. I think that, that has proven whether, to be true. Whether, whether, that's proven to be true, I think. I don't think they're even trying to hide that at whether, this point. Whether it was or it wasn't, I'm not going to get into the, the, the background of it. I mean, I, I, I am not over... Over, overly 
in love with the results of uh, AJD and their investigative service. Right. Donovan from, uh, I mean, the guy, uh, he, he had issues back in Methuen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Methuen, uh, Tewksbury when he was chief. Yep. He tried, he had a relative sexual assault, got that buried, but three years later he gets, a, the, the guy does the same thing and he ends up doing time. And this is the guy that's investigating Roy Vasque. I mean, whether you like Roy or you didn't like, I personally liked him. He was personable, outgoing, and as far as... Uh, I was furious by some of his decisions, but as a person, I always liked him. Yeah, uh, I, he, he stood by what he, what he did. Right. Uh, and he had the... Perfect- I believe he believed what he was doing was the right thing. Yeah, that, that's, 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 that's all I, I care about. Right. He thinks he's doing the right thing, and it's, he's doing it legally. Fine. Right. So, I mean, he walked out of there uh, $782,000. And they complained about Joe Solomon. Yeah. $780,000. And they, and they complain about Joe Solomon. Can you imagine they're complaining about Joe Solomon? Again, love Roy Vasque. He walked away with $780,000 yep. of our tax money. Yeah. And people are complaining about Joe Solomon? Well, again, I, again, I, I. Holy shit. I don't, I don't like you the. You know, word. Methuen sucks. I don't, all, I don't, the, all those elected officials in Methuen, please yeah. lose my number. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean the, the old adage, uh, what's Methuen? That's nothing but Lawrence, Lawrence with, with trees. trees. Yeah, but they forgot to take some of the corruption with them. Well, right. I mean, well, that's the thing. If you look at the corruption that was going on in Lawrence in the late 80s, early 90s, yeah. all of those people are now working in Methuen. Yeah. Like almost all of them. You look at, like, the, at least if. The, as of a year ago, at least three of the department heads used to work in Lawrence yeah. when Lawrence was falling apart, when Lawrence was about to go into receivership. Well, well look, at, look at what's his face, Greg Morris. He left uh, right. Lawrence, uh, what, two weeks ago? Right. Now he's, he's working in Methuen. He's working Methuen. He's a foreman in the park yep. department. He's got three guys underneath and him. By the way, Methuen, Methuen's doing well to hire him because yes, he's actually that, a good guy. That guy's top shelf. But again, you're looking at like all the shit that was going on in Lawrence, yep. all the corruption that was going on in Lawrence. Lawrence is a beacon of how to do it right now. I mean, with all the all the uh, the animosity from this election, when the election's over in Lawrence, the election's over. In Methuen, the election's never over. They're always looking to screw whoever didn't hold a sign for them. <laughs> oh, you held a sign for my opponent 17 years ago, and you're a piece of crap now. In Lawrence, it's like once the election's over, it's like an etch a sketch. Everybody just forgets. There's always an exception, right? There's always uh, one. There's, there's always one or two. There's always the. But for the most part, in Lawrence, people. Fidelina will work with Brian, even though Brian endorsed her opponent. Yep. I'm not too sure Wendy will, but I'm, I'm no, pretty sure that when, Wendy, Wendy's definitely. <laughs> yeah, she's, that, that Wendy's a, she's a hard no. She's a she's a, a died in the wool uh, Dan Rivera yes, person. Yeah, but for the most part, the vast majority of those candidates who Brian DePena did not support, they will work with Brian if they think his budget's good, like you. Think his budget's good, you're going to vote for it, and if they don't think, they're going to vote against it. I voted against his budget, right. and he endorsed you. No, he didn't. Well, the first time he ran, he endorsed. The last time. Well, this time he didn't endorse me. He picked, uh, he went with Selena. I got no problem. Well, know. that's because you voted against his budget. He went with Matt Dorentis, <laughs> right. who need, he went with Matt Dorentis, who needs a roadmap to find a city council chamber. And fast, I love, I and love fast, Matt Dorentis. I love her. She's a, I do, too. She's a nice person. She, she, I wish uh, I could have endorsed her, but I, there were too many candidates. And then you got Fast Freddy Diaz. Ah, well, he had no shot. <laughs> he never has a shot. Um, He's just not likable. Yeah. Politically, he's not likable. No, he isn't. But again, so what's coming up? You're leaving the city council. Yep. You're, you're going to be one of the last white people to turn the lights off. Probably. Uh, Mark will be the guy putting the lights off when he decides to step yeah. down. Or if it he is loses. what it is. Um, what, what's up for you now? Now you're going to be back on the other side of the aisle. 
Oh, and, and now you've had a you've had a peek at how the sausage gets made. Yeah. So it's going to be harder for them to lie to you about shit. There's there's there's, there's three things in life. Uh, you just mentioned one of them. There's three things in life you don't want to see. You don't want to see how sausage or hot dogs are made. You don't want to see the blood and gore of combat. And you don't want to see the backside of politics. Oh, Jesus. And, my, I remember my first meeting as a Lawrence City Council, a Lawrence School Committee member. We had to go into executive session, which is basically yeah. a secret meeting. Yeah. And the minute the door closed, these elected officials who you think are so prim and proper and they no. use all this pretty language of politics yeah. started throwing F-bombs at each other and yeah. screaming at each yeah. other. And one guy threw a stapler across the room. <laughs> and I'm sitting, this was my first meeting, and I went, Holy shit, everything that they say goes on behind closed doors, really does go yeah. on behind closed yeah, doors. it does. And then they were making deals like, okay, I'll, I'll make a motion on this, and you second yeah. it. Yep. And then they'll vote, but I know Carol and Tom are voting no, but then I know what Tom's concern is, so I'll add an amendment, and then t- and they scripted every every single vote. John, who's Unitas, and all those guys that I yep. worked with, scripted the votes. I yep. was shocked. So, yep. I mean, it's going to be fun for you. You're now... I, I'm... I'm- you know, I got I got two more council meetings, and I got probably legitimately. See, I'm on two two subcommittees. I'm on housing, and I'm on personnel. So we have those on the alternate weeks if there is anything sent down from the full council. So I've got two full council meetings, and I have two personnel a possibility of two personnel meetings and the possibility of two housing meetings. So I know time is up, but yep. I wanted to ask you if the mayor sends down, and the word is that he may. Uh, and it may it will have to happen by today if he's going to do it. It has to. The mayor sends down the uh, William Castro's name to be approved by the council to be permanent chief. What do yeah. you think about that? It is what it is. I mean, it, it's going to come down if it, you get if it got on the thing by noontime, it will be on the agenda. Okay. If it does come down, it can be put on as a late a late file. But if it gets put on as a late file. The council has to approve it as being a late file to be taken as an agenda item. Whether that's going to happen or not, I have no idea. But where would you stand if, if, if you had to make the vote today it, it, okay. and, they put, and they put Castro in front of you? And I know he hasn't been in for very long. Uh, like, where would you be leaning? Uh, Castro versus Montas. I, I, I'll be honest. I have to go with Billy. I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna piss off a lot of my friends. They, they, they can't stand Castro. They yeah. don't think he's a real cop. Right. I, I know what he's done. I've seen him in action. Mm-hmm. I've seen I, him, I have too. Yeah. I've seen him at DEA raids. That's not a guy. I, you I've seen fuck him with. dragging people out of the corner of Tremont <laughs> and Franklin <laughs> Street. You know, I, I know what he does. I know yeah. what he. Eleven years undercover. He's got to be doing something right. Right. You know. So yeah. it is. If, it, if it came down to those two people. Uh, given a choice of Listen, I would take Murphy, the, the German shepherd, uh, the, uh, That's not the, lab, That's... the lab before I would take Montas. Montas would be a fucking nightmare. Uh, again. That guy, uh, that, by I... the way, that guy shouldn't even be captain. He's only acting captain. That guy needs to be busted back down to lieutenant. Well, again. Uh, and I will be working on that, by the way, in case he's watching. Uh, you, he, you, has you, made, uh, he has made an enemy of me. That's, that's another list I also checked. The, prom, uh, the police promotion civil service list. Yes. That's also very By the way, don't let them take civil service out of the Lawrence Police. I, so no. That's the end of Lawrence Police. No, I know it is. Uh, uh, the, uh, I know Wendy's all for that. I was shocked when she said no, that. No, I... I I, 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 yeah, I'll be honest. I get totally pissed when they, uh, they want to give uh, uh, discretionary points for being a minority. They say, you Irish and Italians have had been in the, at the police and fire department for so long. It's, why are they in there? Because back in the 1860s, nobody wanted to do it. Right, the Irish and the Italians, they wanted jobs. They did it. Right. 
The police and fire departments are like the building trades. If your grandfather did it and your father right. did it and your uncle did it, there's a damn good chance right. you're going to do I it. I want to know when Lawrence is going to start taking care of minorities and start hiring more white people. <laughs> That's what I want. I want them. To, and I, by the way, I've, I asked them when they run. When, yeah. At election time, yeah. I asked all of them. What are you going to do for white people? Yeah. It's something I used to ask a long time when I was on CAP, yeah. and now I'm back to asking it. Yeah. Because even Frank Moran last night, I know we're up, and I'm sorry, you yeah. can roll, Mel, if you want. But I even said to Frank Moran last night, who got up at Pavel's yeah. fundraiser to introduce Pavel, and he said, he mentioned how they will, they, uh, the Lawrence delegation is representing a community of color. So hey. no, And I went over and I asked him, I said, uh, Tom, uh, Tom, what are you going to do for white people? This is color. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. So just imagine if I said, oh, you know, uh, I'm very proud to be a white state representative representing the white community of North Andover. That would sound really good, right? That wouldn't sound racist you know, the, at all, the, would the, it? The one, the one thing that's missing from today's society, I mean, I, I had to go through, I mean, I did it voluntarily. I enlisted in the military. The draft, I, mean, I knew I was going to be drafted because right. I had dropped out of college. But the first thing they teach you in the military there is no color other than the uniform you wear. Right. Everybody in Lawrence wears the tag Lorenzian. That's your uniform. Right. Tag, you're right. it. That's right. You know, they can't accept that. You know, and I, I see what's coming. I, I, I'm not even going to continue because I know I'll only get into trouble. For I know. And, and we're way over. <laughs> yeah. you, can, you can run up, Mel, if you want. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you heard me when yeah. I said that. <laughs> but again, it is I did. I just I, wanted us to end like when that nice sequence. So I was letting you finish your thought. I feel bad because I knew you missed someone to be after the show. So I apologize for that. <laughs> um, I want to thank Rich Russell, Lawrence City Councilor, for at least another couple of weeks. Yeah. And then when he's out of the City Council, we'll have him come back and say all the things he can't say right now. I, I will there's be, a bunch of that. I will be Tom's guest de jour. Right, yes. But again, I'll be back out there. I'll be taking photos. Doing, doing, I'm really honest. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that the photos don't pay as well as the City Council. That's true. But I enjoy And we don't give insurance at the Valley Patriot. Yeah. You know, so. every, everybody's fear game. My a hero Vietnam veteran, uh, Rich Russell, Lawrence City Council. I'm so happy you finally five, got five, there. Five combat tours. Five I, combat tours. I grew up in Lynn. I did a year in Vietnam. I did 16 months at Fayetteville and Fort Bragg. I did 20 years in Lawrence, and I did 10 months as a city councilor. That's five combat tours. Right, five <laughs> combat tours. Especially that last one on the city council. Yes. We want to thank yep. Century 21 McLennan Real Estate, Pleasant Valley Landscaping Contractors. David Consoli will be here next week either filling in for me or he will be joining me. AFC Urgent Care, the Mercurial Law Office, Clear Path for Veterans New England, Tomo and Shaken Seafood, Morelli's Deli, Part 28, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, Marshan and Sun Construction in the Jaina Zani Pesci Pesci Zani Pesci <laughs> Law good, Office. Good, good looking law office. Law Office of Pesci yeah. and Pesci yeah. and Pesh. I think we ended with the right one. I think it was Pesh. Is it Pesh? I think it was Pesh. I know one thing. People are going to know who she is. Yeah. One way or right. another. All right. I want to thank uh, Chrissy, too. So we got a few more seconds. We're going to play, yeah, Ralph. play well. this again. Are we looping around? We're just going to wait for we can it loop around. You, have, you have something tonight you want to promote? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's Actually, it's the big one tonight. You want to come down to Sadie's Bar and Grill here in Salem, New Hampshire? It is the Mega Music Bingo Jackpot, which means cash prizes tonight, folks. And they are big. The first pro. We have five rounds. First one starts at 50, and the last one is $200 wow. cash. Um, we do a 50-50, so proceeds. 50% uh, of all proceeds go to uh, this month is... Who are we helping? Oh, no, you'll have to come down and find out. I've got so many different <laughs> charities flying around in my head. 
It's for it's for a local family whose uh, child has uh, got diagnosed with leukemia recently. The it starts with an M, but it's escaping me right now. But yeah, come on down, big prizes, and we're uh, gonna help this family out. All right. So Sadie's Bar and Grill, Salem, New Hampshire. Sounds like my hotel says you gotta go home. Six thirty. So go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.